friends and welcome back. Thanks for tuning into the Sarah Tanner podcast. I am Sarah Tanner, your host. And today I wanted to chat a little bit about controlling your relationship with food. Now, I don't want to make that sound like we're going to become completely obsessed with food because I think there's enough obsession in the world as it is. But basically taking control of our thoughts and behaviors around our food choices. So a little bit about myself, I've touched on it previously with my relationship with food, Uh, very much a typical teenage girl, uh, grew up pretty sporty, so my focus was, um, you know, nourishment for my sport, but it wasn't always in the best form, but you know, it wasn't really a big distraction for me up until about the age of 16, 17, where I became calorie obsessed and it became about uh, an aesthetic, so looking a certain way whether that came from you know looking at supermodels on the runway or basically everything I wasn't I wanted to be so it's that you know wanting what you don't have scenario which is a bottomless pit we all know that Um, but you know the relationship was very much one of almost negativity towards food I saw it as um, calorie intake and therefore Um, you know would result in putting on weight so the higher the calorie content the higher the fat content obviously I would avoid it and thankfully my goodness uh, you know I snapped right out of that and um, you know wasn't too deep down in the dark hole of of that sort of way of thinking and and managed to like I say bounce back out but um, you know the, the sort of warped sense of thinking around nutrition and food did continue and it's got me thinking over the past few days when I'm, um, you know, when I'm thinking about content for the Spring Reset retreat that I'm doing with a girlfriend of mine um, on Waiheke Island with Claire Robbie, is, you know, this is a relationship that starts right from birth, and it doesn't matter where we live in the world uh, or what circumstances we're born into, food is right from the get-go a source of nourishment and comfort so the emotional attachment and relationship to food or a food source is right from birth and then through I mean obviously we're all in different circumstances some more luxurious than others where you know there's people in the world that don't even know where their food is coming from and others of us that get to pick and choose and actually throw food out Uh, that we don't finish or use up which to yeah like I say many people on the planet that would just be completely ludicrous however the I think the psychology around our relationship with food is is quite similar so if we are in a situation where you know food is a luxury and we are starving then we get what we can and if we are in a very fortunate situation where we have food at our disposal and we can pick and choose what we eat to a certain extent, you know, I mean, there's varying levels of um, wealth at play here to what we can afford and what we can welcome into our lives. But I think we need to stop the relationship being about the food controlling us. And it's kind of like, I don't know, I was just funnily enough doing the dishes as you do. And um, I thought, you know, food is kind of like a booty call. And, you know, the food that you really don't need in your life calls you up and it makes all these promises that it's going to make you feel good and, 
you know, it's just what you need at that time and you have it, you answer the booty call and you are left feeling empty and worse off. And food can actually be the booty call. And I think we need to stop answering it and also realize that, yes, we are in control of what we say yes and no to for what we put into our bodies. But also we, and I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist here, but we are being manipulated to a very large extent by huge corporations that literally, like literally, design their products to get us hooked. So huge amounts of money spent on consumer behavior around taste and our chemical makeup in our body, the responses that it creates when we ingest certain things and seeking that heightened you know endorphin rush uh, so including ingredients and even creating ingredients in laboratories that give our systems that euphoric rush uh, and it often comes from salt sugar and fat in varying forms so Yes, we are responsible for what we're putting into our bodies, but we need to also acknowledge that there is a lot of temptation that we need to dodge. And whether we need to just completely avoid those aisles in the supermarket when we're going through that um, breakup period of, you know, not trying to answer that booty call because it really does not serve us in the end. And we can become physically addicted to a lot of these products and ingredients. The good news is that there are good guys out there. They're not all just wanting us for one night stands. There are good guys out there and they can give us the same, very similar chemical reactions in our bodies when we ingest them. So cacao, for example, which we know is the main ingredient in chocolate. However, dairy milk is not what I'm talking about here or white chocolate, funnily enough, because it's not cacao. But cacao in its purest form, I mean, if you were to eat a cacao bean, it takes a while to train yourself to get there uh, because if you had never had a cacao bean before in your life you would think I am insane and it resembles nothing anywhere near chocolate I'm totally hearing you don't worry uh, but if you slowly start introducing more cacao in its raw form into your diet whether it's in smoothies or raw treats or baking you will become accustomed to basically chocolate's natural taste and when you get used to it, you can have a cacao bean and crunch away on that and your body, it will actually release the same feel-good chemicals in your body as it will if you had to have something highly designed and processed to create that reaction. Does that make sense? So what we're trying to do is seek those feel-good foods that we don't need the one night stand. We don't need the quick fix that leaves us feeling empty and used and abused afterwards and, you know, just completely crap. We want to seek those foods that give us heightened sense of euphoria, sustained levels of energy, you know, clearer eyes, brighter skin, shiny hair, strong nails, stamina, balanced mood swings, balanced hormones, all those things that are actually within our reach and it doesn't have to get too witch potiony and you know gazing at crystals to to go down this track so it's really probably a whole nother podcast in itself to be talking about ingredients that we need to be seeking out 
But what I just want you to start thinking about is when that booty call rings, you can say no. You actually can say no. And if it is a hunger thing, so it's checking in with ourselves and going, how am I actually really feeling right now? And the first thing you should do, if you're not too sure how to answer that, the first thing you should do is grab a glass of spring water. Uh, if you can't get spring, then filtered. And if you can't get filtered, then look, tap. Uh, depending on where you live, have a glass of water. Because often our body is actually dehydrated and it's sending signals that we take as hunger pangs, but it's dehydration. So have a glass of water and then go, okay, cool. How am I feeling now? I really feel like some sugar, you know. Definitely as a female, I can tell you, even with all the hormone balancing things that I take, there's definite times of the month that I have more sugar cravings than other times. It's, it's natural. It's just, again, that beautiful chemical makeup in our body. It seeks certain things at different times of the month. Uh, and sometimes you just got to, you know, let them have their call. But, 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 we need to look at where the source is coming from. So clean sources of sugar, you know, fruits will actually satisfy you when you train your palate um, to, you know, wean off those highly processed salt, salt, sugars and fats that I mentioned earlier, created in labs and designed to hook us. Beautiful, fresh fruits, organic if you can. A date is super, super sweet. You can chuck some, you know, take the pip out and put some uh, almond butter inside the date and that is like, you know, heaven in a little, a little capsule right there. Uh, and again, you know, these things take time to work up to. If you're used to slugging back on wine gums and, I don't know, you know, highly processed chocolates and sweets and things, then it is going to be a process to, to get to the point of being able to go and get excited about almond butter in a date. You know, I totally get it. But we need to take those steps uh, as small as they may be initially. And before you know it, you know, it may take a few weeks, it may take a few months. But if health is your ultimate goal, which I believe it should be our top priority in everybody's life, uh, health is our ultimate goal because you can aim for all the money in the world. But if you don't have your health, that money means nothing. So if you are dedicated to health being the ultimate goal, it's going to be hard work. You're never going to feel like it, like I referred to in the last podcast with Mel Robbins. You're never going to feel like it. But to take those small steps to make big change is going to make a difference. So looking for cleaner sources of your salts and your sugars and your fats. They are there. They do exist. And actually, they've been around longer than the lab-created ones have. So that should, that should stand for something. And just taking some control. So recognizing that our relationship with food is definitely one of comfort and nourishment it has been right from birth but removing that emotional attachment attachment to to running to it to answer our problems uh, because the problems are within us already before the food even comes in so a couple of takeaway items if you're hungry or you think you're hungry have a glass of pure water first then check in with yourself again what do you feel like what is it that you're craving and then see if you can find the cleanest source of that possible. So I hope that helps a little bit. It's definitely um, you know, a pretty deep topic that I think can be probably elaborated on a little bit more, which we can at a later date. But don't answer that booty call. You do not need those booty calls in your life. You need to take control, take control of the relationship. And there are the good guys out there. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, 
and have a gorgeous day. It's beautiful and sunny here at the moment. Take care of yourself. Keep health as the top priority within and without. And be sure to check out my website, www.seratana.co.nz. My Instagram is where a lot of things are happening. Recipes, videos, chats, uh, and all sorts of goodies in there, at seratana.nz. Thank you so much for listening. Chat to you soon.